The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. They're right, right on, right on, right on the money. The financial guys, they're right, right on, right on, right on the money. The financial guys, they're right, right on, right on, right on the money. The financial guys, your trusted advisors. The financial guys, right on, right on, right on the money. It's time to talk money. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local investment professionals Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Registered representatives with Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back. You've got the Financial Guys live here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And I'll get uh, right to the new announcement without further ado. All week we've kind of been teasing this on Facebook and Twitter. And I think, as you just heard, we now have a new jingle, actually. after uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because people are saying, wow, do you have your own weekly show? Or, yeah, no, with, the just, extra, with the extra 20 hours a week. At, uh, no, we just, have, right? just a jingle. <laughs> just a jingle. Just a jingle. We are flattered, though. Thank you to everybody that, uh, that thought maybe we were getting a, a Monday through Friday show or something. We yeah. do have a day job. All we, four of you. I, we, all, yeah, all four of you. <laughs> we, <laughs> a lot of folks in the office are like, wow, Facebook is lighting up. Like People really want you to have yeah. your own show. And then I looked, I'm like, there's four I, I would I would love to do our own show Monday through Friday. It's just that we have another day job managing yeah. money for that, a living. That, that keeps us pretty no, busy, right? That and nobody's actually asked us. Well, that too. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> and that job offer hasn't actually come. So, you know, other than that. Like to play in the NFL, too. Nobody's no. asked me to travel for the Bills. Although, they keep losing people, and well, you never they know. they might need you. They might need, they might you, need me. So we're going to be uh, kind of rebranding some things, using the jingle for all the commercials. You'll hear it kind of rolling out on Monday. We'll use some bumps throughout the show today as well. And uh, we're excited. that We've talked we, about this for, I don't know, 10 years. We've yeah. had uh, Ken Kaufman. For, for, those of you, for those of you that actually like the show, too, do us a huge favor. Go to our Facebook page. Uh, if, you, if you're not a Facebook fan, like us on Facebook, but play the jingle for your children and see if they're singing it later. That would yes. be a huge help for us, Absolutely. see if the jingle actually works, right? <laughs> and uh, we also are Facebook uh, live uh Facebooking? Is that how it was the term? I don't know. We're tweeting live as well. That's a periscope. I know streaming. that. Yeah. We're streaming. We're streaming live yeah. on uh, Facebook and Twitter. And so follow us at FinGuys and again, uh, you know, like us on Facebook. Uh, without further ado as well, we uh, we have Congressman Chris Collins in studio. So Chris, thank you so much again for coming in. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, always it. Always good to be with you, Glenn. I thought you said thin guys, and then I saw you sitting there and it's... No, <laughs> no, no, no. Thin guys. Thin guys. Chris, yeah, Chris, no, no, Chris no, comes no. out swinging. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even get... Get to Obamacare tax no, reform. He figured he'd make the first strike. I love it. I love it. We need headphones for you though. We're, hey, Chris, yeah, he's got him. He's got him. I got oh, him there. You I don't just, like him? No. When somebody calls in, I just rather yeah. not put him on till. All then. right. We Perfect. got Abby Gwynn, by the way in studio I can hear with us. It, by the way. Yep. All right. Perfect. All right. Well, now that we got the uh, the, the, the Glenn Wiggle <laughs> insult out of the way. Like, <laughs> no thin guys. Yeah, definitely not thin guys for sure. Um, <laughs> I, I got to start with. Uh, let's jump right in. We, we, you're on for an hour, so thank you again for taking sure. time out on the yeah. Saturday. You've been everywhere, so you've been on uh, Fox, I see on CNN all the time. Uh, you've, you've just uh, 
you run the circuit, that's so my, you're going to be on uh, tomorrow as well. That's my unpaid day job. Yeah, I was. Uh, I give uh, you credit. Why? Uh, why? Why CNN? I mean, why? Like, well, well, let's start with MSNBC. I'm okay. one of literally only two Republicans that that are willing to go on MSNBC. Right. They truly appreciate me going on. Yeah, we have a little bit of a battle, but they're actually quite respectful. They let me finish a sentence, maybe even throw in my own thought. Yeah, you know, I was with, and then change what you said after. Well, no, I was with Jake, <laughs> I was with Jake Tapper yesterday. Okay. I, I do. Uh, uh, a number of those. Uh, I'm with Chris Cuomo on, at 7 a.m. Monday morning. That on New Day. That ought to be a battle. Uh, but yeah, I do MSNBC, CNN, Fox, because uh, I'm proud to defend our president. I I don't uh, take anything sitting down. I throw it right back at him. And you know, there's all, not only a whole lot to defend. There's a whole lot to brag about. The first mm-hmm. six months of his seven months of his administration. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he spent a bunch of time so far repealing a lot of these regulations. I mean, pages upon pages upon pages of regulations over an eight-year period. Well, I, and it does seem like he's using his executive authority to to do what Obama did, well, but the I, opposite of the, repealing the some of those. Fake news doesn't report, but I point out Neil Gorsuch, which we all know. Now we've got a constitutional, yep. That's uh, huge. conservative court, and I do think that. Uh, uh, Ginsburg and Kennedy may well retire in the next three years, which would give Trump a legacy no other president's had, okay. uh, a, a locked-in 6-3 Supreme Court constitutional for the next four decades. Because any new appointees will be somewhere in their 40s, could serve for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in you know, our do-nothing Congress, which has passed more bills in the House in our first eight months than any other Congress. We've had more bills signed into law by our president than the last two or three administrations in the same time frame. He's rolled back eight or 900 regulations, and that's the reason the stock market where it is where it is. Confidence is where it is. Uh, unemployment is where it is because finally businesses are saying we've got a friend in the White House. Mm-hmm. Uh, his cabinet officials believe in smaller government that actually helps business. And as we move to tax reform, that's going to light a – Mm-hmm. Uh, light a fuse to see the market go higher. Here's, here's the question. Now that you're moving on to tax reform, I mean, obviously Obamacare was a, a pretty big you know, black eye for, for Congress, I think, not being able to get it done. You know, the, the big vote, the showdown, McCain coming back, and then, of course, McCain casting the deciding vote to, to shoot it down. Do we circle back at some point to Obamacare and get that done, or are we going to focus solely on tax We're, we're uh, focused for the rest solely of solely on tax reform. Now, we've also got to keep the government open. As of September 30, one, one way or another, we've got the debt ceiling looming. We've got to increase that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, come the end of September. There's some major things on the horizon. We're working on appropriation bills. But what, you know, what I'd point out on the Obamacare, remember Trump in January didn't want to work on Obamacare. He said, let's go right into tax reform. Obamacare still got a ways to go to totally implode, mm-hmm. and let's let it go. And we'll work which, on tax reform. Well, in hindsight, he was probably right. Yeah. He was absolutely right, but he got you know, snookered in a way that that suggested we'd get it done. And I'd also point out at the end, let's go back to the first true repeal and replace in the Senate. That was the real deal. We only got 43 votes. Nine Republican senators peeled off. It wasn't just three. It was nine. Why why is that, though? And who's calling these clowns out, right? I mean, you look at uh, 2011, the Republican-controlled House voted like, 68 times. times. 68 yeah. times. Well, whatever. 68 <laughs> times to repeal it. And it seemed like they were all for repealing it when they knew they had no chance of repealing it. You're exactly right. And, and the uh, some hypocrisy there. There's no question. But we did get a full repeal and replace out of the House. Mm-hmm. Perfect True. no. But it was good. It goes mm-hmm. to the Senate. They had one that was 
still okay. That was the first vote. It only got 43 votes. The next vote said, all right, we'll delay the replace. Let's just do a full repeal. That got 45 votes. Hmm. So it wasn't three senators. It was nine senators that wouldn't repeal and replace. There were still seven senators that wouldn't just flat out repeal. And I got to tell you, what ended up as the vote was certainly uh, skinny is to be polite about it. They call it the skinny repeal. Mm -hmm. It didn't repeal the Medicaid expansion. It didn't change reimbursement on Medicaid expansion, which is the big kahuna here. It was, frankly, much ado about nothing. It would have given us a uh, a soundbite win, but it was no win for mm. America. So it's going to have to be, you know, go down its deadly path, which it's going to go with yeah. the individual market. Which it's imploding anyway. It is. It is and imploding anyway. We'll revisit and I, it maybe and, and sometime next year. And but I, I can tell you this. You guys have another, you've got about a year and a half, right? Because I can tell you that the if when you look at the poll numbers for the president, they're down, right? They're down probably six, eight points, something like that. We look at Congress, though, it's down 16 to 18 points or something like that. It's way no, down. No, no, no. We, we started at 12. We're only down We're down to 8. Okay, wow. <laughs> Touche. We've only lost 4 <laughs> points, but well, that is 25%. You're, you're an optimist. <laughs> you're an optimist, yeah. yeah but, I mean, to Glenn's but, point. But seriously, there's a, there's a, it, a real chance that you guys, are, you know, we're going to lose either the, the Senate or, or, the, or more well, likely no, the House, no, potentially. So if you look at the Senate, 25 Democrats are up for re-election. Right. Only 8 Republicans. So when you looked at the, those individuals that voted how they did on on the, on the repeal and replace of Obamacare, those eight aren't up for re-election. Hmm. They're not running again for four years or, or thereabouts. So there, there's no repercussions. I mean, four years right. in the political world is six yeah. lifetimes. It, it's, right. it's frustrating because you oh, know, frustrating when, when the, Democrats, the, the Democrats had 49 seats in the Senate, and that's when Ted Kennedy passed away. And it was all about, you know, Scott Brown's going to take that position. Yeah. He was going to be— 2010, give us the House, he was gonna and be we get rid of Obamacare, but right? He, but 2010, he was give us the, the House. They over-promised. Yeah. I mean, they, they truly <laughs> well, over-promised. Well, that a New York, but New Jersey, Pennsylvania, tw- California, 2010, Louisiana, and Mississippi. 2010, but, the Republicans say, give us the House, and we're good, right? 2014, then they say, give us the Senate, and we're good. Yeah. And then they say, give us the White House, and we're good. And we've got it all. Yeah, we've still got the filibuster, and That's he's crap. And, get that and, out of there. Let's just, well, I know we've got to get it out of get, there. Get it done. But Mitch just, McConnell is stuck on tradition uh, in a bad way. I just don't see him doing it. What I don't yeah, understand, well. though, is, I mean, old school thinking, right? Reagan, can we just get everybody in a room, buy some cases of beer and some pizza, and not leave until this is done? You know what's changed? We don't have earmarks anymore. Call them member-directed items. That was the stick, and it was also the carrot. Boehner got rid of that in 2010 in the big wave where we took over Congress, thinking that's what America wanted. At the end of the day now, there's no way to punish, to use that word, a member who goes rogue, because you could in the past say, no more earmarks for you. Mm. Or a carrot, you know, if you got to get that one last vote, the way you would get it in the past is say, all right, you know, Mike, what do you what do you need in your district? What I don't understand though, every single one of these Republicans ran on the platform of repeal. Obama. I know every single one. I, you every can, single I know. you cannot find one anywhere in in this country that that didn't say that. And then when the rubber hit the road, they nitpicked this. They nitpicked yeah. that. We have thirty three states that expanded uh, Medicaid. Thirteen of them of the thirty three or fourteen have Republican governors who said. We actually like the free candy coming mm. our way. Mm-hmm. So all politics is local. That's what cratered this thing. Uh, Trump called it out. He said, we're not going to get it done. Let's work on tax reform. I can't he imagine. Would, oh, he's no. probably right. I will say this. If, we don't, if, 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 if Obamacare doesn't get repealed, 
we will lose this, the Congress. There's no question. Whether I, it may not be in two years, it may not be next year, but I will assure you that it will be a long time before the American voters put their 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 stock behind Republicans well, like, to get except stuff done Pelosi again. and company want a single payer system. We always have to go back to I, the uh, devils in the details. So I mean, but you know that they seem to actually get stuff done. They do. We don't agree with, with it. fifty <laughs> votes. <laughs> they got they got Obamacare passed right. with a minority in they the s- Senate by using a parliamentary trick and reconciliation, but. And they got it done. And they spent got it $14 trillion dollars over <laughs> seven years, right? right? We got to take Added a break. 50 million people to food. I do want to talk about tax reform, though. Sure, I think, absolutely. to oh, me, yeah. as a, you know. Uh, That's the big one. That is, huge. that is huge to get this economy right. rolling again. Right. I will say that it seems like the proposals that I'm hearing about really suck. Can I yeah, say they're that? Not, yeah, we can say uh, that. I mean, it seems like not, my taxes are going to go up. and maybe, maybe we can talk about that. No, they're not going up. They're just not going down. Well, <laughs> well that's not good enough either. Not good enough. Not good enough. All right, we got to take a break, folks. Again, we are streaming live on Facebook We'll let Abby sneak in here. Sorry, Abby. Yeah. We'll get you in here. Okay. We'll, flip, we'll, we'll roll you in at some point. A lot of testosterone. Um, if, you, if you have a... <laughs> I.e. head of our women in divesting, Abby. Right. Women. If, you have a, uh, if you have a question, you want to throw it in at us, 803-930-STAR 930. We are going to give... Uh, uh, Facebook questions priority. So go on to the Facebook and and uh, and I guess ask a question that way or make a comment. Yeah. I've got that feed. That right is not, by here. the way, a cheesy way to add friends to our Facebook. No, page. maybe it is. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So Maddie Havlick, by the way, in studio with us with yeah, Mike Havlick helping much. us out. Thank you, Maddie. All right. She's turning a little bit red. <laughs> All right, very no, short break. She's, she's great. Thanks. If you need us throughout the week, folks, again, we do manage money for a living. Six three three one five one five against six three three fifteen fifteen. Very short break. You've got the financial guys in studio with Congressman Chris Collins and Abby Gwynn, uh, our uh, women in investing department here on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. We'll be right back. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the Financial Guys, News Radio 930, WBEN. We've got Congressman Chris Collins in studio. Thank you again, Chris, for coming on a Saturday. We appreciate it. Uh, Abby Gwynn in studio as well. Mike is somewhere. He was here a second ago. He'll be back here in a second. Probably uh, ran to get a water or something. Um, I, I'm hoping that we've, we've, I think we went live on Facebook. We're having, uh, well, we're not, you know, technology gurus here. But if there's any issues, uh, you know, let us know. Give us a call at the board here, 803-0930 on Star 930, and let us know, hey, we can't see you there. I'd appreciate it. Just help us out a little bit. Uh, the big announcement this week, of course, we do have a new jingle that we just played, and we'll continue to play throughout the uh, throughout the week and going forward. That'll be the bet of all of our commercials and things like that. So. Uh, and then we're also live on Twitter. So if you have a Twitter account, you can follow us at FinGuys, F-I-N, guys. And you can follow us on Facebook at uh, Facebook slash The Financial Guys. Let's jump right back into it, Chris. We were about to talk about um, uh, tax reform. Yeah. And the original bill that seemed like it was proposed, you know, to me, it, it lowered the tax rate from 39.6 back to 35, which is really going back to where we were. Uh, with the previous set of tax cuts, it it simplifies some of the taxes to like a three bracket system: fifteen, twenty five, thirty five, and then uh, lowers <coughs> corporate taxes all the way down to fifteen percent, which I think is important. Twenty, 20 now. Twenty now. Twenty five. But it, but it, 
See, it keeps going 30. up. <laughs> if it's 25, though, I mean, you're going from 35 to 25 in corporate taxes. You're going from 39.6 back which, to the 35 we were a couple years ago. Which that still, doesn't, gave away. still doesn't really make us no. competitive with most of the places where headquarters are going, right? I, Ireland, I thought, Dubai. I thought Trump said this was going to be the biggest tax cut the world has ever, ever seen. And Bigly. now it looks like this tiny little, 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 just well, a little bit of a tax cut. Tiny, probably the average in Europe is about 25. Certainly Ireland's less than that. But it, it du- does. Dubai's like free, right? Zero. Well, you're always and Europe is socialist. I don't know if we should probably try to be on par with that. that but. Uh, but but the main thing is we're going to go territorial. So we're not going to tax exports any longer. That's the really big thing. We're going to encourage jobs here exporting. Part of the problem we've had in the past is we taxed all income regardless of where the product was sold or the service delivered. Going territorial fixes a lot. And if the uh, taxes in Europe are average 25 and we're 25, we're competitive. Uh, what we don't want to do is drive another big hole in, in the deficit and add to our debt. So it makes us competitive. Certainly subchapter S, which are now 39.6 pass-throughs, can, can I say- going to 25. Now that's huge with 100% write-off of all capital expenditures, 100%. You spend $2 million. You're right off $2 million. If that wipes out your taxes, which for small companies it would, you can carry the losses forward forever, <clears throat> perhaps not pay any taxes for five years. How, how do we get the Republican <coughs> Party to do a better job of explaining <clears throat> to the American people what tax cuts really do? <clears throat> you know, I've, I've heard Republicans say, well, we can't cut taxes because we've got this debt. <clears throat> and I'll think, no, that's why we have to cut we taxes have to grow, and this is to grow the gonna, economy to pay the debt. This is what's going to kickstart growth yeah. at 3% growth a year. That's doable. Over 24 years, our economy doubles from 20 to $40 trillion, mm-hmm. And we can continue to run deficits. We don't have to be balanced. If we control the be- deficits better, if our debt goes from $20 trillion to 30 while our economy goes from 20 to 40 that ratio is 75% debt to GDP. That's a solid green light. Nothing to worry about. The key is growth. We have to grow our way out of the mess we're in, and tax cuts are right there in the center of it. Let me ask you, when I look at my personal tax situation, though, and I looked at that proposal. Sorry, we're not taking care of you. Wait, you're not. Trump makes no apologies for that. He says it's not a tax cut for the wealthy, and it won't Hold on a second. Wait a minute, though. We're small business owners. I don't know that we're – I mean, I'm not driving around in a a Ferrari here. I mean, I'm not saying we don't do well, but – I don't know that I would count us as part of the wealthy, you know, higher upper echelon, you know, with the with the Warren Buffets. I mean, I, I did I did vote for him based on the fact that I thought we were going to get a tax. Well, the cut. everyday American, I think, who voted, they they heard that promise from Trump that but taxes are going to be lowered for everybody. For everybody, yeah. he said for everybody. At the end of the day, I get to we're, keep maybe we're more not going to get. We're going to have to do this bipartisan. We're not going to get this done Why? just with Republicans. We have the Senate not. and we have the House and we, we have, have the White House. We have it all. We have. A two-seat majority, okay, in in, in the Senate, and twenty-two seats in the House with thirty-six members but of what, the Freedom what, Caucus. What Republican doesn't <clears throat> want lower taxes? What Repu- is there? I mean, they, they mm-hmm. all run on it. I'm not. This is you're you're taking the heat here, and I appreciate you mm-hmm. coming here and having the stones to do that because most people don't. But and you're taking the heat for all the Republicans right now, right? But what Republican didn't say they were going to cut mm-hmm. my taxes? And repeal Obamacare. Well, the, Not the, one. The devil's in the details. The Medicaid expansion is what killed Obamacare, with thir- 14 Republican governors having taken the expansion. That's what killed it. Devil's can, in the can, details. Can we, though, like, so go, switching, I guess, going back to Obamacare, can't we just hmm. defund it? Can't we just say we're not putting any money there? Uh, well, no. It's the taxes, fees, and penalties are part of it. That's the $800 billion a year that's in law. 
So, no, you, you can't just willy-nilly say we're not going to pay the doctors or hospitals or not pay the states the 90% they were promised on the expansion. But if we, we say we're not going to it. But if we say next year we're not going to pay the doctors, then the doctors won't accept it and it'll go away, right? Well, well no. Is that they, too simple? They're going to go out of business. That's how they're paid. This, it's, it's not that Obamacare pays them. Obamacare covers the insurance companies. No, it, it's, it's locked in Obamacare. Until it gets so bad that the hospitals and insurance companies that lobbied against the repeal will say we've got no alternative but to get this thing done. Well, All right, we got a break here. We come back though. I want to I want to talk more about taxes because sure. the consumer drives the economy in this country, right? I mean, the consumer is over fifty percent, and if we're not going to give a tax cut to consumers that spend money, if we're not going to give a tax cut to business owners that Mike and I like, Mike and I that are, are hiring people and adding people. I, I don't know that it's even bothered, worth trying. So yeah. we've got to take a break, folks. 803 star 930 Again, we're, we're Facebooking live. Uh, we're feeding live on Twitter. Uh, we are having some difficulty, though. We're trying to work that out. I can't seem to see the questions or the comments. Uh, I will try to work that out over the break, though. So stay tuned. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, Chris Collins, Congressman Chris Collins in the studio, along with Abby Gwynn. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome back. We've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, Abby Gwynn, live here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We are, again, live on Facebook, feeding live on Twitter. Please follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys. You can also follow us on Facebook Live as well, and we'll take your comments and questions via Facebook as soon as I figure out how to find them. But I think I got them. I think Just I got a, them. a few things. We haven't really given Abby the opportunity to talk yet. Uh, Abby's a certified financial planner, head of our Women in Investing. Been doing a lot of workshops with AAA, mm-hmm. which yep. have been like sellouts. Oh, they've been standing room only. Yeah. And apparently Abby's the most popular thing on our TV show, too. Because <laughs> I'm also the only woman in the office, so maybe that has something to do <laughs> with it. I don't every know. time Abby's on Channel 2 with us. Every Tuesday, 1130 to noon, uh, somebody calls up and says, wow, I really like her. And they never do that with me no, and you. No. <laughs> but those other two guys and their yeah. political opinions. So if you're looking for Abby, 633-1515. Right, we're going to talk more taxes here with Congressman yeah. Chris Collins. But before we do, let's just uh, – got to plug a charity here. Let's go to Donnie Razor. Hi, Donnie. How you doing, buddy? Hi. How are you, Michael? Good. 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 What's going on? Well, we got a thing coming up here on Tuesday night for Robbie and the Gugadals from Music is Arts. Robbie Tickex, uh, you know, he's a longtime supporter of music here in Buffalo, and, and obviously he's on right now. And what we do every year, we throw a festival. It's going to be over at Riverworks coming up September 9th. We have our VIP party this week, Tuesday, at Chef's Restaurant. And this is our main raiser for the year. It's myself and Paul Cambria, Pat Proctor. Uh, the whole gang comes down. They all volunteer and help out. And what we do, we raise monies to put instruments and music programs in the kids and into schools that no longer have music programs. So what we try to do is improve their lives and the lives of their family through music. And it's been a success now for the last 15 years. And that's Tuesday night, right? It's at Chef's. Last year I was able to attend. It was awesome. I mean, Chef's, you know, hats off to that family. They just did an incredible <laughs> job. Yeah, Lou's a great guy. Yep. He rolls out the red carpet. We have, the, we have a bunch of the alumni from the Bill Sabres coming down to bartend. Tickets are $45. It includes everything for the entire evening. It goes from 5 till 9, 
And then what we do, we do a special auction, and we got some great, great things this year. We have autographed guitars by Skrillex from EDM. We have Todd Rundgren, James Taylor, Eddie Money, Lou Graham, Dennis Young from Styx, uh, Mark Hoppus from uh, Blink-182, Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong, Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, we got a guitar from The Offspring. We got Kevin Bacon. We got a uh, Dale. Kevin Bacon. He slipped that one in there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Collector, collector's Dale Earth guitar. And then Pat Kane heard about it. He goes, hey, guys, how about a autographed guitar from me? So Pat Kane sent a, a beautiful guitar for us. And then Wayne Gretzky heard what we're going to do. And he goes, I'm a huge Goo Goo Dolls fan. I would help out Robbie. He sent an autographed Team Canada shirt that we had framed. Wow, cool. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's going to be pretty cool. And the Guitar Center supplied us with all of our guitars. Uh, got them all signed for us, so we we got to we got to nice. them very much, and then we got a fantastic grand prize that we're auctioning off. You're going to live like an NFL owner for the day. We got four tickets up at a Time Warner box, and we got a bunch of Bills alumni that are come down way down you hand and foot. So we're going to put you in the Time Warner VIP box for the Denver game coming up in a few weeks at the stadium, and then we have Steve George from the Limousine Company going to pick you up in a stretch limo take you and three of your friends back home but how you get there is the cool thing you go to niagara falls and pat proctor from rainbow air flies you in and three of wow. friends in a helicopter and you land like an nfl owner cool oh it's going to be a, it's going to be an awesome awesome deal plus we have a bunch of uh, basket raffles silent auction it all happens this week tuesday night coming up on a 29th at chefs and for more info dial 870-3600 870 or stop hmm. the door. We'll have tickets at the door also. Um, let me ask you this, Donnie. Any way that if folks cannot make it, they could still bid on some of that stuff? Yeah, what you can do, call the office, okay, at 870 We'll have people there because we have quite a few people that couldn't make it. This is our rainout. Uh, this is our rescheduled event. But we have people there that will put place bids for you on certain items. And there's a ton of silent auction stuff that's out of sight that we're going to have there, too. One-of-a-kind, memorabilia things. So, yeah, if you if you want to bid and won't be able to make it, give us a call at 870-3600. That's the Music Is Art office. And then we'll uh, hook you up with uh, you know with someone who will bid on it for you. With, with Fantastic. We're just assuming that you and Cambria won't be cheap and you're going to bid on that uh, helicopter ride for us. Well, you know, I know there's a bunch of people coming in. I know uh, Brian Perry from Perry's Ice Cream. Uh, he, I know he wants to buy the James Taylor guitar, and he might do the NFL deal. Last year, he bought the deal that he flew into the Gugadels concert, and uh, we became best friends after that. He's uh, he, he's something, but he's coming down with the whole gang. The Who's Who of Buffalo is going to be there, and you never know who's going to show up because when bands are touring, they always stop by to visit Robbie and Johnny. And if they're around, they're going to stop by and be at this party. You never know who you're going to rub shoulders with. Thank cool. you so much, Donnie, for plugging the event. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you guys. We'll see you Tuesday. Thanks, guys. All right, take care. 803 star 930 if you want to um, give us a call on the cell. And again, 1-800-616-9236. I locked them as opposed to, there we go. Thank you very much, Jason. Appreciate the assist. All right, back to uh, what we were talking about as far as tax rates. You know, the, Can the, I ask a question? Can I jump absolutely. in here? I, I know I'm a little bit of a different generation here on the mic here. Yeah, everybody in the room is, you know, I'm, I'm in my early 30s, just to give yeah, you an I'm idea. Yeah, I'm over 40. But technically, I, I'm, <laughs> I think I'm still considered in the millennial generation, although I, I don't agree with 
the general you know uh, thought process there you know I'm voted for Trump I, I'm behind Trump 100% and I think anybody who is kind of early in their careers and younger as a voter when Trump said he was going to cut rates for taxes we figured hey that would mean a little more money to help me pay off student loans that'd be a little more money to help me get ahead and pay off a mortgage and to hear you kind of come back and say, no, it's just for the corporations and the top rates. I mean, how well, does no, that feel for somebody well, no, in that, my age bracket who voted and has been all the way well, behind? Well, first of all, is it going to be perfect? No. Is it going to be good? Yes. Is it going to be great? Yes. Because it's going to spur the economy. That's going to help all of us, your 401ks. I, I will suggest most folks under age 30 are not in the 39.6 bracket no, making a million bucks no, a year. No, but most of my clients I aren't either, the ones I work well, with. Well, so in, in simplifying the tax code and having the three rates of 35, 25, and 12 and a half, mm -hmm. capital gains will be taxed at only 50% of those rates. Yeah, but these people in so my somebody, age bracket and so potentially bracket, they don't have capital gains. So potentially, if they're at 25%, capital gains are going to be taxed at 12.5. We don't 12. have capital 5. gains, though. I mean, we're if not taking money out of stock accounts. It's going to be pack, taxed at six and a quarter. But the economy is going to grow. That's going to benefit everyone. Companies. Well, I, 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 I don't More disagree. jobs raises rates. I don't disagree with demand. you. I don't, salaries well, are going I, up. I don't think you'll find anybody here that will disagree with the fact that we need corporate tax cuts. We, we believe that we need everything yeah. cut, right? But when it comes to the personal income tax, I've been saying this for a long time, I think the people that really get abused under our current tax code is what I would call the middle and the upper middle class. And I say that because we have a lot of clients who have struggled to build a business. You did, too, for a while, I'm sure, right? Building, mm -hmm. building, building. And then they finally get to the point where they're making some income, not capital gains, but income, right? And then the government says, hey, we need 40% of it. And it's just like a hit in the a, a smack in the gut because how do those people now transfer that energy from ordinary income tax, which are at 40%, to a capital gain if they can't save any money? Right, and and I and I see that with a lot of our clients who maybe struggled owning three or four businesses, restaurants, and then they finally get to the point where they go, oh, finally making some good income, but now I'm in that higher tax yeah, bracket. Now I lose half of it. And we've had people say to us, "I'm not opening up another restaurant. Why would I do that when they're going to take half?" Right. And they don't have enough to convert that to capital gains. You know, that's where I've always said people like Warren Buffett, I think, are some of the biggest scumbags in the world because he knows damn well whether the income tax bracket is 10%, 20%, or 40%. It could be 100%. It could be 100%. Not he's hiding some of it overseas, well, again, and he's got right. enough money but in capital gains. a growing economy helps all of us. Don't deny you know, uh, yeah, it. We're all on that same All page. those sub-S no manufacturer pass-throughs that are at 39.6, they're going to go to 25 right. with 100% write-off of their CapEx meaning right. they're going to pay no income taxes if they're reinvesting in their business because they're no longer subject to the well, they'll pay it. They're going to pay it, though, if they take it out and put it on their personal income tax. That's, That's the only right. way they can use it, right? right. I mean, you can't, well, no, no, no. You you can't keep well, all no, your money in a corporation. No, I'm saying, without no the sub-S, you typically distribute that income. That's going to go through at 25%, not 39.6. If you're a sub-S manufacturer, that income— A manufacturer, that, right. that income will What if be, I own a financial company? That's right. And uh, I don't manufacture anything. 
but uh, I just got the smartest people in the world. Yeah, you're screwed. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, but, but see, here's the, here's the problem that I have. You're, you're talking about, well, we can't get sweeping tax reform done, lowering marginal tax well, rates you substantially. Want, you want 35 down to some much lower No, here's number. what I want. Here's what I want. Well, I, want, level, I, want th- right? I want three tax brackets. I want a 10, a 20, and a 30. Okay, I want to broaden the tax base out substantially so that we lower the people that are paying tax so it's not 50% of the com- country paying taxes and the other 50 not paying taxes. I want co- lower corporate tax rates from 35 down to 15 to 25. Somewhere in that range would be fine. I want a lower capital gains rate. But I want this to affect everybody right. so, in, in a benefit. Well, well it, hold it like, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. It is. Let me finish. Here, here's the difference. You guys are talking about we can't do that because we can't get the Democrats on board. There is not a chance in hell that you guys are going to get the Democrats on board with a capital gain or with the, with the corporate tax rate going from 35 down to anything or, south of 25. I would be shocked. Well, that's why we're at 25. I would be shocked if the Democrats but, support any bill that the Republicans put forth. That's right. Any but bill if they're whatsoever. not going to support for you, why don't we go? Why not 15? go for it? Go for it. Why no, don't no, we go 15 and I compromise at 20? They will support. No it. way. Schumer says they should be at 25. I'm gonna, Sh- Schumer, Schumer, will, Schumer will turn their back on you and stab you in the back in a <laughs> millisecond all, when that we, vote we goes don't to the floor. We don't know. We're yeah. going to be optimistic. We're going to get this done well, with a bipartisan. I think, but here's I, the deal. Why not go for like, okay, let's go, for, let's go here. The Democrats want here, and then maybe we could meet over here. You guys seem to like you're starting in the middle. The Democrats are going to well, go far left the wing. Middle, but we don't want to blow a huge hole. And again, look. In, in, the, in the revenue, we want dynamic growth, but you want 10, 20, 30. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be 12 and a half, 25, and 35. Yeah. Not exactly your numbers. Territorial, only half of capital gains will be taxed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. Uh, Why don't we make it great, though? Well, yeah. because it blows a huge hole in the, in the budget. You've got revenues coming in. Growth comes See, down See, but the that's road. where I disagree. That's where I disagree. If you, if you two, study, but if you study the last bunch of tax cuts... We've actually bought, brought more money into the Treasury. So to me, it would make sense to just keep cutting taxes until the opposite happens, well, we're, right? we're running the numbers, and the growth comes in years two, three, four, and 5. Yep. The costs come in years 1, 2, and 3. Right. We're looking at it over a 10-year time frame. And they, you know we're not done with this. We're just talking about it. I'm just being honest, saying yeah. I see no. 12 and a half, and 25, again, I, let me say this. I, I territorial, sub-S. Taxed at twenty five. What is sub S? I'm sorry. Subchapter S corporation. Oh, so an S corp. We have to. Okay. That's why they're called subchapter S, and those are pass throughs. So manufacturing jobs typically create six other jobs. It's a six to one multiplier. That's why we got to get our manufacturing jobs back from China and Mexico. We got to grow them. I don't disagree with all of that, but I I look at the heart and soul of America, and I think it's that business owner that took a risk that started four or five hardware stores, finally making it. And when you look at it, especially in this state, if you're at a 40% tax bracket and then you add on New York State, you lost right. half well, your yeah. money. I mean, That's why are you me. showing I'm up to work? I'm 45% tax bracket. Yeah. On, right. and I'm a small business owner. I'm a woman. I'm young 30s, and literally every dollar I get, I have to give about well, I'm 50 not sure where the back. margin is, but I, if I'm not mistaken, you're paying that higher number at over half a million a year, so you're doing real well, Abby. No, it's not Giving actually. half to the government of it's everything not. I make? It's yeah, over, it's over, really even good. if it is half, it's not half a million. It's, but, it's more about 400000 But Well, you're doing real well. well yeah, but even still, though. My employee and she is, but come, come on, Chris. That's I mean. not, that's not, by the way, that's not why I voted for you. For you to say to her, you're doing real well, that's BS. It well, doesn't feel that We want her to do well, and I want her to keep her money. I want her to keep her money. But who's paying that rate? Those are people making half a million America was built on not saying, oh, Abby, you did real well. It was built on Abby 
worked her butt off. Abby's got all oh, kinds of I college degrees. I can't agree more. Let her, let her keep her damn sure. money. But, <laughs> but in Western New York, if you're making five hundred grand a year, I don't nice. care really well. So be, what? So I mean, what? What is wrong well, with that? That's good. But, but I'm that's just not. Saying, but that's your argument. Your argument is she's doing really well. So what? God bless her. I want to see. See, here's what it comes down to. I think. Here's what it comes down to. I want to see her make two million dollars and keep her money, or at least have something where if you're a new business owner for the first five years, that you get a little bit of a break in there to just help you, you know, get. I think. I think what's really what it comes down to is Republicans. Five years generally don't make any money. I think. No, they don't. They don't. I think it's true. I think the Republicans are unwilling to cut taxes. I think Republicans are unwilling to live without the revenue. That's what it comes down to. That's what I'm hearing. Do you think that's what? Do you think? I mean, that's what I'm hearing. Is what I'm hearing is Republicans don't want to live without the revenue, and so we're not going to cut taxes substantially to because we're worried about we are cutting the budget. them substantially, especially going territorial. We need the revenue. We're running an eight hundred billion dollar deficit. Cut growth, the budget. Growth will take care of part of that, but on on the other things, whether it's the, the military's half our discretionary okay, budget. Okay, so, so let me ask you this: You've got the Obama phone. So has that been repealed yet? Or are we still paying a ridiculous amount of billions of dollars for that? That's one thing. I, I don't we know have, we have we're Obamacare. Paying. We're rolling back a lot of that nonsense. We have Obamacare still, pay, costing billions of dollars there. We have a lot of programs. That, yeah, we're, Obamacare we're paying for, costs $800 billion. There you go. There's, right. Okay, that's, that could be in tax cuts, it, right? Yeah. There's so much that is there. Look, from, from my perspective as not being in Washington in the Beltway, as a citizen, as a voter, as a taxpayer, as a business owner, I look at what's going on in Congress, and we elected Trump to drain the swamp and lower – the, the budget. The problem that I have with today's con- Republican Party is that it seems as if the Republicans want to have a big government plan that's better than the Democrat big government plan. That's why I didn't like repeal and replace. Why do we need to replace? Let's just repeal. We'll come back later. We'll talk about the free market even, type of things. Even with tax cuts. Here's a fear, right, for me. And again, let me say this, and I can't say this enough. I give you tons of credit <laughs> for sitting here and take, and you know, because oh, we're all throwing stuff at yeah, you. Sure, like you're the only one in Washington. So uh, I, I appreciate that. But uh, the fear with, with tax right now is that you guys are going to complicate this thing. You guys, you, you not you, mm-hmm. Congress. <laughs> Congress. Congress, and we're going to be right back where we were with Obamacare. And I think, why don't we just lower the darn tax rates, right? Get one thing through, right? Uh, the, the, a lot of successful football teams do that, right? The Patriots, they never make these huge bomb plays. They make small passes. And it just seems like, from a conservative standpoint, Obama did that, right? I mean, he added on, I mean, he, he, Obamacare, huge, uh, spent $100 million on a website, 95,000 pages worth of regulations, everything that everybody in this room disagrees with, right? But he accomplished it. And now we're sitting here going, God, we did, we can't, we, we didn't repeal Obamacare. Now we're talking about tax cuts. This, this Do we just, go, can't we just lower is, the rates to get that through, w- w- then we, come back and, and do no, all the this fancy? Is, this is going to be one and done. It's going to be simplification, back of a postcard kind of stuff with significantly lower rates, yeah. territorial. It's going to spur economic growth, which is going to help everyone, supply and demand for employees. Wages are going to go up. Wages go up. More taxes are paid. I, I don't I disagree know with that. it at all. Hold on a second, I, though. I don't know that cutting I, corporate tax rates automatically translates into higher wages. I, I would dispute that. But growth that's means a whole, more jobs. More jobs. Well, growth means more jobs, but it certainly, no question it certainly that. should mean a higher stock market, right? I mean, price valuations, Clearly. prices well, should right, be different, which should help. Thing. The market assumes we're going to get this done. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is if, a scary thing. That is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is. That's right. That's exactly right. All joking aside. If we don't get it done, I'll tell you, there's going to be a downturn in the market. Well, I don't think you will get it. 
it done. And I tell you why, because you're banking on cooperation from Democrats. I think that's if you think you can trust right, Chuck let me, Schumer. Let me say this. We're then not I don't even know what it. to say. We're not banking on it. We're doing this on our own. Not sure where the, the, it's going to settle, but in the case of the Senate, 25 Senate Democrats are up for re-election next yeah. year. We think we can peel off some number of them, like Joe Manchin, who want to get re-elected. And so it won't be across but the board. But, but we, we have just everything. Need to pick I just, I'm we so, need to pick off I, six or eight or ten Dems out of the 25 running for re-election and maybe pick off 20, 25 Dems in the House also running in districts but, that Trump. But we wants. control the we control the checkbook, and you you know you've been on this show for a last bunch of years. We've been saying what we don't understand is we control the checkbooks. Stop giving them well, the checkbook. Well, well, when you say we, th- these are the appropriation bills. We, we don't get twelve appropriation bills onto the president. Can't we desk. shut the government down and yeah, say enough can is shut enough? It down and then I know we'll lose our. We won't you did though. You didn't. You won in a landslide you the last time. I know we we're, we're not going to win that argument. We do, we disagree on that. Yeah. And you know we disagree. <laughs> that. A tweet just a tweet just. Because of Obamacare, a, uh, that's why we are, didn't lose that are we, last election. Are we blowing We're off the break? We're blowing off the break, but a, 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 a very good uh, text message just came in. Uh, Congressman Collins just said spending deficit $800 billion and the Obamacare annual cost is $800 billion. No-brainer solution. Uh, do what you ran on and repeal it, and there you go. So, I mean, you're, you're you know— it's it's he, they're right. I mean, well, you know, you, but he's, there's there's so to your credit, you've been fighting uh, to the, repeal the, the it. I agree. The eight hundred yeah. billions over ten years. The eight hundred billions in one year. Yeah, but there's more. Our than deficit just that you can is eight hundred billion a year. The Obamacare cost is eight hundred billion over ten years. It's eighty yeah. billion a year. So, and if, just and if, to clarify that, when we talk yeah. about government numbers. They're over a ten-year budget cycle, right? But you, if if we go to th- you know three and a half or four percent growth rates, if we can get there, then that budget is going to shrink substantially. We're barely scraping two and a half. Hope yeah. it's increasing. We, it's we going in the right three, direction. Boy, does that fix a lot but of things? I, I got to say though, I'm are, seriously concerned about keeping the House and the Senate. Remember when Reagan had those big big tax now. cuts? We were growing at five or six percent, right? Um, right. Can Senate. I ask you? Can I switch gears? I know we only got a few minutes here. Yep. Um, this wall. When are we going to build a wall? Uh, Where are we with well, the wall? Well, we have money in it to get it started. Trump okay. wants more money. He has threatened to shut the government down. Love it. If he doesn't have the money, I don't believe— uh, I think we should shut it down for a year and just fix the budget. But that's a well, whole—I yeah, know you don't. Yeah, then what, what do you do? You know, we got to defend You'd our, win. You'd win. we got to defend our country. we got to pay our well, troops. Well, you know, the troops will be there. No, you, the Social Security rolls. You know, you shut down the government. The troops are there. It's funny. The fastest I ever got in and out of this country was when the, our government was shut down. That's right. <laughs> it was the most efficient well, we'll, TSA we'll ever. we disagree um, on the repercussions of that. Sorry, I didn't mean to break up. The wall. So, I mean, because at this it, point— It's already started. We're, we're doing work on it. Trump wants more money. He wants it quicker. Therein lies a negotiation. Trump, the negotiator, the art of the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will get something done uh, because we are bound and determined not to shut the government down. And in that, uh, it's going to play out over the next uh, five weeks. I mean, we got September 30 is the deadline, along with increasing the debt ceiling. There's a lot happening in the next five weeks. I think the numbers so far are great on that, by the way. I heard the other day um, just the decrease in immigrants coming into the country since he's coming to office. It's down 70% because they know they're not going to be wandering the streets without being deported. Which is a huge benefit. Big, big benefit. Huge benefit, no question about it. Let's end on something positive. Let's, Let's switch gears and, and, and talk about um, something that I think when you proposed in Congress, I think is super important. Second Amendment? Second, Second Amendment. Amendment. Absolutely. Yeah. Second Amendment Guarantee Act, S-A-G-A, SAGA, we call it, which would 
say to uh, the states, you cannot have restrictions on long guns, rifles and shotguns, beyond anything currently restricted under federal law. So we're not going to have uh, automatic weapons. But beyond that, we're going to protect the Second Amendment rights, just like we do First Amendment and freedom of speech and also religious freedoms. A state cannot infringe Love it. with a law that would infringe on your First Amendment or religious freedoms, yet New York State has absolutely stripped away our Second Amendment freedom. Mm-hmm. So my SAGA Act is getting great support. It would preempt any state, in the case of rifles and shotguns for hunters and sportsmen and women, mm-hmm. from restricting the use of those, like uh, Cuomo's done with a cosmetic feature. Put right. a handle on the weapon. It's now, he calls it an assault weapon, of which, by the way, there's no definition. It's still semi-automatic. It's mm-hmm. still an AK-14. It's still what it, what it always is and is legal everywhere in the United States. Trump, uh, I mean, Cuomo threw a tantrum when he heard about this because he knows I've got him. Great. He knows I've got him. We can get this through. Trump is absolutely waiting for this bill to hit his desk and sign it into law. And then, great, Andrew Cuomo can sue us until the cows come home. And we are simply protecting mm-hmm. Second Amendment rights just as we do First Amendment rights and religious freedoms. We're going to get this done. Love do, you, it. do you move on after this, if you get this done, to handguns, the same? Uh, and look hand, for maybe some national recipro- reciprocity? Right, here's the problem with national reciprocity. In Florida, you just sign on the dotted line and you get your pistol. Mm-hmm. No, no checks, no safety, no nothing. And, and the, well, here's why the NRA wait, wait, doesn't wait, wait. support. That's not necessarily true. In Florida, there's a three-day waiting period wow. to buy a pistol, which <laughs> yeah. they do do a background check. They do do a NICS check. It's not like you walk well, in, you sign a line and say, here you go. Half, All right, here's what would happen yes. with national reciprocity. You, you don't need a, you don't need a and, permit and to buy a handgun in Florida. And why the NRA won't support it. That's here's true. why the NRA won't support it. Because it would have to be federal law passed which would have be more of a one-size-fits-all on handguns across the country, which means a lot of states, southern states, that have little to no restrictions whatsoever right. would now have restrictions. And as a result, yeah. the NRA well, will who knows, not support it. And who knows and who's going to take NRA that? Support, yeah, without the NRA support, you're getting forget it. nowhere. Yeah, well, who knows I'm who's, who who's going to be in office 10 years from now, right, to change that if it's on a federal level, right? That's sure. right. So uh, if I'm Texas, I'm saying no way, will never no support way. more regulations regulations at the federal level that's why they support saga because there are new there's no new regulations going in at the federal level to peel back the safeguard restrictions in new york state on rifles and shotguns yes. right so just to be clear again in florida if you have a concealed carry permit already which takes about 10 days to get then you can go in and you can buy a handgun you still have to go through the background check you still have to do and it takes about a half an hour and then you walk out the door with the pistol if you don't have a pistol permit in Florida, which is different than New York, you can still buy a pistol, but you have to have a three-day waiting period while they do the background check. Then you can go back to the store and you can pick up your pistol. In New York, of course, as you know, you have to put a, you can't even you can't even fire or hold a pistol, which is that's like saying, okay, you're going to have to go get your driver's license, but you cannot touch the car. <laughs> right, right. Think no about permit that. first. Think about that. No you can't even first. touch the car. Don't even it's, don't it's even get in the driver's seat yeah. no before you actually get your license. It would we would think it's lunacy, but in yeah. New York. You're not even supposed to touch a pistol. You have to get your pistol permit. And then it's about, right now, they're running about, what, 12 to 15 months? Oh, at least. Something at least. Like that. 15 months. Uh, yeah. Then you have to go, and this is how stupid this is. Then you have to go buy Abby the pistol. Abby was out shopping this week, right? Can yeah. we say that for your first yeah, pistol? Yeah. yeah. So then you got to buy the pistol. <laughs> you, you, get the, you get the bill of sale. you got to go all the way downtown Parachute, to get it pistol. added to your, your permit. <laughs> and then you gotta, you gotta, uh, 
you got to come back to the store and then you can pick up your pistol. It's it's, and it's, then you better go to the shooting range. Yeah, so, <laughs> right, and learn no and, and learn how to use it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Chris, what's what's the switch here? I uh, just throw it in the back of the car. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> um, Chris, thank you so much again for coming. It's oh, good to be with you're, you. You're awesome you're, for uh, coming on. I'll tell you what. Sport. There's nobody else outside of Dave DiPietro that has the stones to come on this well, show. Well, I love being with the thin guys. So now he compliments us. <laughs> but right, th- but right, seriously, thank, thank you. you. Th- thank you again. We've got about you know a minute or so left, and I don't necessarily want to get into uh, you know anything other topics because we won't be you know I don't want to cut short. But um, if you do need us throughout the week, folks, we blew off the second last break there. Six three three one five one five again. Six three three fifteen fifteen again. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Fin Guys. We have uh, another whole hour coming up. We're going to have Carl Paladino calling in. We're going to be switching gears, talking a little bit uh, with Carl about the, the school board issue. Well, one thing, on let, next time you see Mr. McCain, December 3rd of 2015, he said he, the number one priority was to repeal Obamacare. Yeah, so. well, he's just a showboat. Just remind him. I can send you the video if you need it. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, exactly. And also, we will be on uh, EG Tax with Esther Goulias today as well at 3 to 4 o'clock. So another two hours to go here uh, with uh, with finance and, and business talk. So stay tuned. Again, if you need us throughout the week, 6331515. That's 6331515. Very short break. Whole another hour to go. Thank you again, Congressman yep, Chris Collins. I appreciate it. Me. Yep. And uh, we'll be back here at News Radio 930 WBEN. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. They're right, right on, right on, right on the money. The financial guys, they're right, right on, right on, right on the money. The financial guys, they're right, right on, right on, right on the money. The financial guys, your trusted advisors. The financial guys, right on, right on, right on the money. It's time to talk money. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local investment professionals Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Registered representatives with Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Hour number two of the Financial Guys here, News Radio 930 WBEN. Tell me you're loving the jingle. I just got a text from my buddy Tim. Says he loves the jingle. Yeah, thank you very much. We had a couple of uh, uh, text messages that came in that said, uh, what, what kind of, what that <coughs> "Sounded like the Leave It to Beaver." Yeah, very wholesome, very good. I, I thought it was. I oh, I thought that was, that was nice. an insult. <laughs> no, no, I thought it was good. I'm gonna go back and read it. Was it. A compliment. Maybe it okay. was an insult. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I read it as a, a whack at us. I see. I'm a glass half full guy. So oh, I usually am too, but I was really honest. I thought it was a whack. Let's see. <laughs> Leave it to Beaver. Usually, people don't say "Leave it to Beaver." As it started a like a theme from the 1950s. Leave it to Beaver. Father knows best. That's what your jingle sounds like. Awesome and wholesome. Oh. Right on. Right on. So oh, yeah, right. that's a best positive. I missed the mm-hmm. second half of that. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. Apologize. I meant people voting for not repealing. Right on the money. So we have in this hour a complete shift of gears. Uh, we have Carl Paladino, who's going to be joining us in in just a second. I'm going to go to the uh, lock him in, in on the live line in just a second. But if you need us throughout the week, folks, I do want to mention a couple things. Again, please follow us. 
on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. I might uh, we might do a little bit of live uh, tweeting and, and live Facebooking during this hour, but having Carl on the phone versus in studio makes it a little bit more difficult because it's hard to hear him if at all. And so we don't want to have that. Um, if you do need us throughout the week, we do manage money for a living again. Six three three one five one five six three three fifteen fifteen. I'm going to go out and make a prediction right now. I said this before in the previous hour with Congressman Chris Collins, who was just here. If you missed the first hour, uh, a lot of it was uh, streamed live. We'll post those videos. So you can go back and hear it. Um, you know, unfortunately, I, I'm. Um, I guess I'm a little disappointed, a little frustrated, to be honest. I mean, I, I well, it you sounds know, like he thinks the Democrats are going to work with no, him. No, uh, my prediction is that if, if mean, you're I, banking I think on Democrats, a chance of a pig flying. Yeah, by right by the window, right, right there. There it goes. If uh, <laughs> if if the Republicans are banking on getting Democrats on board with anything they're going to do, forget it. Why? Why? But they're not. They're, For they're, eight they're, years, the Democrats there's have no done way. nothing. The Democrats. Nothing. To, to walk across the aisle and shake anybody's hand, so why even care about it? the Did Democrats? You guys hear that there's want, supposedly a bipartisan ticket that that they're threatening to run in 2020. Did you what, hear for, about that? For, for what? For for presidential. The White House. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Oh please. No. Supposedly. Trump. Yeah. Trump. Because you know, they're going to work together then. Trump. Yes. In 2020. Oh, give me a break. I'll tell you yeah. what. All these millenniums that are out there crying and whining and breaking windows—they're only doing one thing. Supporting the next Trump victory is what they're doing because people are so sick and tired of hearing the whining and the crying and the whining and the crying. And then I guess we'll have gridlock because the Republicans are not going to get anything done. Again, if you look, here's the deal. Chuck Schumer, not your friend. Not your (laughs) friend. Okay. Yo, he says he's going to support it. I'm sure he will. (laughs) I'm sure he's going to be the first vote in the Senate for a tax cut. The Democrats played dirty. Here's the problem. Is that here's the problem. It'll be, it'll be, there'll be a laundry list. of garbage that yeah. that's to no, it. No, no, no. Here, here's <laughs> the deal. The, the, the Republicans are playing tiddlywinks and the, the the Democrats are in the octagon, right? Yeah. It's it's like it's like putting a kindergartner into an MMA bout is right. what it is. The mm-hmm. Democrats are mopping the floor with the Republicans. They're in the minority and they're still making the Republicans right. look like fools. They're still it's running so, the show. It's, they're still running the show. It's yeah. so frustrating to me. If there's eight guys in the Senate that are blocking it from from you know from then get rid of the filibuster. Yep. If you well, Mitch McConnell likes. Oh, I'm sure he loves his cognac us, and his, another brandy <laughs> over here, please. Give us the Senate. Give us the Senate. What a joke. Give us it the seems House. like they're so more worried about being the nice guys rather than getting the job done. Yeah. They're they're playing nice and the, and the, and they're showing up basically with flowers and, and boxes of candy and the democrats are showing up with baseball bats and metal <laughs> pipes yep. I, it's honest to god if if there was a cartoon can somebody draw this cartoon well, up the democrats you know, well, they are all going to sit down in congress and pass something the democrats are going as far to the left as they can and for 8 years god. they did that right they hammered the economy 95,000 pages a year of regulations higher taxes obamacare all this stuff 20 trillion dollars in debt and the Republicans who have run a, they every single darn one of them run on the platform of repealing all this stuff, and then they get there and they don't do a thing. And yeah. I got to say, I was disappointed. I was positive to hear about a lot of the stuff, um, but but number one, tax reform, which I think has got to be a top two or three issue mm-hmm. in getting this economy rolling again. It didn't seem like he was too willing to cut taxes. So. Well, the corporate but taxes, this, but they're not going to get it. They're not going to get any taxes cut. God bless if you, they're Mr. banking Collins, on the Democrats for having the stones to yeah. come on here because Brian Higgins, no, Paul none of them cars, none of them actually call us and say, you know, Dave DiPietro is the only one outside yep. of him that's got the stones to come. Well, on and here, I will so. say this: I have a tremendous amount of respect for Congressman Collins because of that, right? Yes. Because he's willing to come in, because he's willing to debate ideas, yeah. because he's willing to to mix it up, and and he's not afraid to have yeah. someone disagree with him. Yeah, right. and uh, and certainly we disagree. But, by the but way, there's I a lot know, of things we do. Agree I know with we're too, switching so. to car. 
Carol here in a second, but uh, Department of Labor, New York State Opportunity. Uh, Western New York shrank, by the way. Did you see that? Last year we lost no. 900 jobs in Buffalo, New York. So. I thought it was great. Uh, that's what I thought, Things were too. great, though. Yeah, things, thought, were, things were things were. Things were so, fantastic in uh, Western New York. New York's open for business. Down 900 jobs, 0.2%. Mm-hmm. How could that be? Now, here's the thing. The economy is in a growth stage, not a recession, right? Yeah, we're still going to recession. But don't so, worry. You don't have kids playing bingo, so it's all okay. Oh, that's true. That's right? right. You know, that's that right. fixed it. That just that's balanced right. it all out. That so. was right. That was right. If no. you want to uh, text us, by the way, 3930 <laughs> is a text number. It just said, somebody just came in. Your jingle, your new jingle is equal parts catchy and annoying. Perfect. I just got a text from somebody <laughs> saying that, that, great, now that jingle is like stuck in my head forever. <laughs> So, right, right. Well, that's the point, oh, isn't right, it? Right, you right, want right. the jingle to say it. It's like Selino right. and Barnes. Exactly. You can never get rid of it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's go to. Uh, well, let's go right to. Let's go right to uh, Carl Paladino, yep. and then we'll we'll take a little late break in this first segment here. Uh, let me. How do I lock him in? Hit twice. There we go. Carl, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Oh, that's great, fellas. Thank you. Did you uh, did you have a chance at all to hear the first hour? Or I know you're traveling around today. Yeah, I, I had something to do with my daughter there. So yeah, okay. So all right, well you can uh, you can check it out on Facebook. It's uh, and Twitter. I think the live feeds are up there. So, but thank you again, uh, Carl, for joining us, and thank you again for for uh, for joining us uh, during the Sandy Beach show a couple weeks ago when the, when the news just broke and you kind of found out about it. How we found out about it at the same time. Uh, I know that WGRZ. Uh, this past week was trying to reach out and get comments uh, from I think it's, it's Elia, who was the uh, the the state uh, oh, yeah uh, whatever her name is and uh, of course they don't want to comment at all right so yeah, yeah but you, your buddies up- there your other buddies on the board did a little press conference though Barbara Nevergold Seals or Barbara Seals Nevergold <laughs> yeah. uh, she seemed pretty happy oh they're they're, they're thrilled yeah uh, you know I mean the reality is that. Uh, Mrs. Ilya had to give in to the politics of Albany. The uh, uh, New York State United Teachers, as you know, uh, have a majority uh, on the Board of Regents, and uh, that's where Ilya looks to her job. I'm sure she received extreme pressure to yield to these clowns in Buffalo, and uh, and that's what we have. Now, you're going to repeal this, right? That's what my understanding is? Yes, we're going to repeal uh they're working on the paperwork now, and and uh, uh, that should be out shortly. Are, are you able to, during the appeal, to continue to push forward in the removal of the entire board? I know that was a proposal of yours, Carol. Well, it's pretty obvious that uh, Mrs. Elia doesn't have the intestinal fortitude to take on th- uh, matters like that. Uh, it, where it's going to come from, ultimately, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I think the legislature is uh, impossible, and obviously the governor is not going to uh, want to interfere with the status quo because they all depend upon uh, the contributions of the New York State United Teachers, who don't want me uh, around, obviously, because I, I was about revealing the rigging of teacher's contract, which is a very unfortunate experience. Uh, especially in light of recent events where the Board uh, of Education is starting to find out that monies that they had counted on uh, uh, that were included in the original $54 million deficit after four years uh, are not there anymore, Uh, number one, because Phil Rumor is opposing the uh, uh, changes to the busing schedule, uh, which would allow uh, or which would have schools uh, uh, 
start earlier and end earlier, which would then we could use the same buses and we get some efficiency in busing costs. Uh, that's not going to happen because uh, rumor is going back on his promises to Kreiner Cash that he would uh, uh, he would negotiate in good faith on that issue. Now, now Kreiner Cash, talk a little bit about for, before the break here, Kreiner Cash. Uh, proposes a budget, right, or, or you go back to him with what he can spend. And my understanding is you guys as a board approved something like $75 million, and he went out and spent $200 million, right? Where, where does he get the authority to do that? $100 million. He uh, totally exhausts our unrestricted reserves uh, at the end of three years, and uh, and he leaves us with a $54 million deficit, which means that existing programs that were designed to help reverse the, dis the dysfunction, uh, for instance, lowering the class sizes to uh, 18 for one class out of the four classes that we uh, really wanted to do that, uh, that's off the shelf, and they may have to lay off those 21 teachers they uh, uh, hired to accomplish that. Uh, that was part of his presentation to the Buffalo Fiscal Control Board as to the remedies that he would enact to uh, to close the gap. Uh, the other one was that he was talking about discharging the, the 22 or so uh, uh, gym teachers uh, that we hired a couple of years ago to meet the state mandate to have a gym teacher in every school. Uh, and he's talking about putting them on layoff. So, so but if the state mandated, how do you put them on layoff? For, uh, good programs are not going to happen. But most importantly, the programs uh, to move forward to help to help change the dysfunction, uh, such as lowering the class sizes for another three classes, uh, uh, enacting the uh, uh, his his plan for uh, uh, changes in the system and how we do things, including the uh, the the. the expansion of uh, neighborhood, neighborhood and, and community schools uh, and uh, things like uh, opening up another criteria school like, like em uh, another, a, a second Emerson, which is because of food service. We had such a demand for food service students. Uh, uh, that's, all, that's all up on the shelf and it's going to stay there because he can't afford it. So he, he can't afford it, and I'm going to tease this throughout the break, but when we come back, I want you to tell everybody about what they've done, the unions have done with health care, and the amount of money that we could save if these teachers just went retirees, not the current teachers, but the retirees went to uh, Medicare as opposed to keeping their existing insurance. Because you just heard Carl talk about laying off gym teachers, laying mm -hmm. off 21 teachers, reducing the, the class size, mm -hmm. which uh, to, to all of us with a brain in our head are like, duh, right? These mm -hmm. are all good things. Kreiner Cash is saying, well, there's no more money left, but yet there's all kinds of money. They just refuse to look for it. So I know we got to take a break. But, Carl, thanks for joining us. Carl, real quick question before we go to break, though, is if, if it's a state mandate not to you know, to have gym teachers how, and, and then you can't afford gym teachers, how do you lay off gym teachers if the state mandates it? Do you get penalized by the state then? Oh, they did it before. I mean, we ran for years without, without gym teachers. It's because you know mandates are manda mandates from the state have never been enforced. Hmm. Uh, the state is a joke. It doesn't. So the more suggestions, really. It, <laughs> it doesn't know how, nor is it disposed to enforce uh, 
uh, mandates that they have on, on the locals. Oh, and, uh, and Buffalo is so dysfunctional that uh, they just look the other way. I mean, they've imposed all kinds of mandates on Buffalo, but uh, Buffalo doesn't follow through on them. No. Hmm, nice. Okay, stay, uh, stay with us here, Carl. We've got to take a very short break. We'll come back and uh, maybe open up the phone lines. If you want to join us, 803-0930-STAR-930 is a free call on a cell, 1-800-616-9236. Babby Glenn in studio with us, yep. by the way, Women in Investing. If you uh, have a financial question, we'll be happy to entertain that. If you're looking for Abby throughout the week, 633-1515. If you're looking to use us for Medicare, we have a Medicare division, retirement planning, estate planning, divorce planning, 401k. Use this as a resource, 633-1515. All right, very short break. You've got the financial guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Columbus, Abby Gwynn in studio here. News Radio 930 WBEM. Be right back. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glumigo Mike Lomas, financial gal, Abby Gwynn in studio as well, bringing up the IQ level for us. Thank you for that. Appreciate <laughs> it. Glad to do so. <laughs> uh, we also have Carl Paldino on the line, so let's go right back to Carl. Oh, wait. Thank you very much for logging him in. Appreciate uh, wait, 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 it. Before Carl, you wanted to plug a workshop. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, October 26th, which is a Thursday. Uh, if you're a AAA member, we're going to be over at the uh, Amherst AAA Center on Sheridan Drive. 6 p.m., we're going to be talking about income and retirement and types of investments for women. Just women. Uh, yeah, this is a women's-only seminar. We've had a couple husbands come along, which is fine, Try but you know, primarily in. for women. If you're not a AAA, <laughs> what's, what you, yeah, you can sneak in. You can sit at the table or something. But, um, but if you're not a AAA member, you can certainly sign up and come along as well. What if I'm you know, transgender? you let me in? I really... You wouldn't you know. know. I, yeah, I wouldn't have a clue. So. Not, I mean, not that I dress up. I'm you just know, saying. I guess if you feel like a woman that day and you want to come... <laughs> We're open. If we're open. We're pretty flexible. We're pretty flexible. That's all right. Yeah, so just call. Um, I think you can go to the AAA website and register there or just call us at the office, 631515, if you want to come. All right. Thank so. you so much. Uh, all right. Let's go back to uh, Carl Paladino. Carl, again, thank you so much for joining us and taking time on a Saturday afternoon. I know you're running around with family today, so thanks. We really appreciate it. Yep. Carl, tell, tell us a little bit about, you know, there's, of course, the union who it really is the one who runs this monster, right, this billion-dollar industry. Yeah. Um, you you were talking on our uh, I think it was a TV show maybe a few weeks ago. By the way, you'll be joining us I think this Tuesday as well, right? Yes. But uh, but the healthcare cost um, there was a, a way to save. I thought you said eighty million dollars. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, the, but, the uh, presently we pay just under eighty million dollars a year to buy healthcare benefits. For over 4,000 retired teachers. So what is that? That equates to what? Twenty-two thousand dollars a year for retired teachers, not not existing teachers, but retired teachers, right? Now, in the private sector, when folks retire, they eventually go over to Medicare. Right. They the union refuses to give you that. And and the supplement to Medicare, uh, which the the board could buy, uh, is called Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage is much cheaper. It's yep. Only a couple thousand dollars a year much cheaper than than uh, buying a whole separate insurance policy. Well, the teachers, because they've had it in their contract uh, for so long, uh, and the only way to take a benefit away from the teachers is through uh, uh, collective bargaining. Uh, the teachers' union uh, uh, was approached in this latest negotiation last year with the idea that they uh, uh, agreed to go and t- use the Medicare 
uh, paid by the federal government and use Medicare Advantage, which would lower our uh, our cost of buying a private policy for them uh, by millions and millions of dollars. I, so, so let me get this straight. We don't have money for 21 teachers. We don't have money for 22 gym teachers, but we... The union won't budge one bit. And well, by the way, these people, these retirees, who get better health care insurance. What's surprising, though, is that the teachers will typically, what, what I find is they tend to eat their own, meaning that they would rather see teachers laid off than give up benefits. Now, if it were our office, let's say I went to all of our staff and said, okay, guys, listen, the times are tough, blah, 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 blah. Either we have to fire one of you or everyone can take a $2 an hour pay cut or whatever. I would hope that the team would come together and say, well, I guess we're all going to take a pay cut. But in the, it seems as if the union says, okay, we'll see you, Jim. Nice knowing you, buddy. But <laughs> have a nice life. Thanks for your time. Carl, is, is it seem, do you get the same impression that they'd rather just, you know, have – I mean, you'd think they'd have, want to have more teachers and more people in the union, wouldn't you? Well, you'd think so. You think, I mean, they constantly complain about the size of the, the class sizes. Uh, they complain about other things that we try to uh, effectuate, okay, but – but then they take away the money that we need to effectuate it. Uh, I mean, in this case, uh, it wasn't only the question of going to Medicare Advantage, but it was also the question of new hires keeping that benefit. So in other words, uh, it, new hires after, after the present time uh, would not receive retirement benefits. We're the only school district in this entire western New York, if not in the entire state, that, that has such a provision in their contract. Yeah, if not the entire country, probably. Appreciate it. And, and Kreiner Cash caved on the question and, uh, and gave up the, uh, the issue in the negotiation. That's so frustrating. Unreal. Carl, we got to take a break. Can you stick with us throughout the break? Sure. Yep. I appreciate it. All right, if you need us throughout the week, folks, again, 633-1515, 633-1515, upcoming workshop October 26th mm-hmm. at AAA Women, Women Investing. Only. Women only. Women only. <laughs> if you'd like to find out more information about that workshop or sign up for it, you can call our office, 633-1515. Again, 633-1515. We'll go to the phones. We come back from the other side of the break here. If you have a question for Carl or a comment or just want to show your support, 803-0930-STAR-930 is a free call to sell. Well, 1-800. 616-9236. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FinGuys. And of course, you can always check out our Facebook our, our, our website at thefinancialguys.com. All right, very short break. We've got the Financial Guys right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Greatest movie is? ever. Greatest movie ever. Is that what this is from? No, yeah. no, no. Greatest movie ever is. Um, there's so many better movies. Than you that. can't even think of it. No, Fast I, I think of it. I'm thinking with the one with Andre the Giant. What was that? Princess, buddy, Bride. Princess, Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Oh. That's a great movie. My buddy Inconceivable. Tim, anybody want a peanut? <laughs> a, nice. Stop it now. I My husband it. saw that for the first time like a couple months oh, ago. I'm like, you got to see this movie. And now it. I'm like, I throw quotes at him all the time. And now he gets it. So. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> Thank you very much. My buddy Tim and I watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I don't know, like 30,000 <laughs> times. So from the age of 16 to like, or 14 to 16, I think. So mm, that's great. All right, if you're just tuning in, again, Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and we have Abby Gwynn in studio here, Women Investing. I'm going to plug your workshop again October 26th mm-hmm. at the Marriott. That's a Thursday? No, not the Marriott. No, 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 AAA, 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 AAA I'm sorry. Got to um, be a member, got to be a female. You don't have you to don't technically be a member. You can show up and you can, oh. yeah, you can, you you can, can go. Come. So. Yeah. 
We are talking with Carl Paladino. If you missed the first hour, we had Congressman Chris Collins in studio. We are uh, now we will be um, we did Facebook Live and uh, and live stream that on Periscope as well. So I believe that those videos are up there. If they're not, then I will make sure that we post them after the show's over. We have another hour to do after this hour. We're going to be going on to the Esther Gulia show with Esther and uh, EG Tax and, and the folks over there. So looking forward to that. And so for the rest of this hour, we have Carl Palladino on the line, and we will take questions from you uh, in just a, a couple minutes here. 803-0930 and star 930. Carl, can I just ask you Wait, some... he's not on yet. Hang on. Oh, sorry. Right. Now he's on. All right, sorry. Carl, uh, can I just ask you, some of the people on the board that are obviously um, started this witch hunt, you know, Barbara Seals, Nevergold, uh, you know, some, some of the, how, how are their districts doing? I mean, are they all 80% graduation rates and that's why they're disappointed in you and they think they can run it better? Or? The article in the, in the news this week that showed the proficiency in the various schools uh, in the district. And, and I thought one of the most telling things about the article was, and I brought it to the attention of the writer, uh, was that the the uh, uh, they also had the comparable statistics for proficiency in math and English for the charter schools, which uh, for the most part, except for two of them, uh, were uh, significantly higher than uh, the traditional public schools. Uh, traditional public schools were rating an average of 17 percent citywide. But, but uh, when you looked at specific elementary schools and not the criteria schools, uh, uh, you're, you could witness the low single-digit digit performance, which was, which was just outstandingly telling uh, about the failure of the system. When you have 2 and 3% of your, of your student body uh, proficient under statewide testing in English or math, it's pretty, it's pretty sick. It's pretty sad. Uh, it yeah. tells you a lot about the operation of the schools, the fact that they uh, uh, they are just pretty much dysfunctional. And we, I mean, after how could somebody like a Barbara Seals Nevergold, and I'm saying this now, you, how could she be so morally bankrupt to look at those numbers and say we don't need change? You know, and it, they don't want change. But and how how I mean, how could it not be a dumb moment for everybody in Western New York in Buffalo to say, look at these numbers, something different needs to happen. And clearly, by, by sending you out and trying to witch hunt you, uh, that, to, to me, sends a message that these people could care less about the children. They have no desire to change anything that's going on down there. It's uh, uh, Those, those uh, board members who, who voted uh, for that contract after only 15 minutes of public discussion, uh, they obviously didn't want the public to know what they were doing. Uh, they just wanted to pass it because it was payback to Rumor for financially supporting them in the election, and and it was it was really sad because it had absolutely no sense of responsibility to the to the children and to pe the, to the people in the community. They did not know the financial impact of what they were doing at the time. They had, they didn't have a clue, and it wasn't until April of this year when the uh, 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 chief fiscal officer. Uh, uh, came up with the four-year plan, which had to be submitted to the Buffalo Fiscal Control Board. It wasn't until then that we could really see the damage that, that uh, the contract did because they, they kept it a big secret. I think Kreiner Cash was duped into it. Uh, he went along with it because he's, he's structurally weak. 
uh, he, you know, I mean, when as soon as the the new majority was elected, he uh, pledged his feet to to them, and and uh, uh, that's what we've had. Well, it see, seems like six of these board members are so absolutely incompetent that whatever he throws in front of them, they'll just sign, right? But isn't the board supposed to be independent of the of the school union? Our chief adversary, uh, you know, on that board is the Buffalo Teachers Federation. And, and the irony here is that, is that Phil Rumor can go and support board members uh, as candidates in the election to the seats on the board uh, and, and get their loyalty uh, to, him, to him. You don't see that anyplace else. No. It is really a sickness, and, and nobody's disposed to do anything about it. No. Talk to our local legislators. They're, they're totally clueless. They don't, they, they, they're not disposed to do some new legislation which would prohibit that. Or, or, or even to, to put the election at the, uh, in the general election every year instead of having a separate election in May when only 4% of the electorate votes. That's the, uh, and, and obviously the, the, the union can control that vote. It's pretty sad. Yeah, it absolutely is sad. I mean, in what world, you know, if this was a business, you know, if, if a business operated the way that the Buffalo School System does, I mean, it would have been out of business years and years ago. And yet, because we're all funding it, it just continues on and on. Yeah. I mean, it's well, unless it was an energy windmill company or a solar panel company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, well, you know what's not too far from that, though. Yep. Not too far from no. that. Although, I wonder if any of these, uh, you know, the... The 60% that drop out of the Buffalo school system, if they'll be working at Solyndra or Enerwan or, or a Solar City, or I doubt it. As a Freudian, you got to be able to fill out a uh, application well, for you that. You have to be able to read. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You got to be able to fill yeah. out the application. It was a joke. Of course they're not. They're going to be on welfare or federal prison. On, sadly, is that yeah. without a high school, you know, yes. education or, or any education, it's where you're going to go with it. Yep. Carl, do you mind taking some calls? Can we go to the phones? No, you can go right ahead. All right, let's go to. Uh, I'll take them on the right side so you guys can control the volume a little bit better. Uh, I got him locked on the left. We'll go to Rocky. Um, I don't know where Rocky is. Hi, Rocky. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, enjoy the show. Thank you. Um, uh, you know, Kyle's been in, in the news and the public spotlight for a while. Um, I kind of get the feeling like um, he was rocking the boat in there, and uh, those people didn't like the fact that he was, uh, I, I think they have something to hide. I really do. I think. You think? <laughs> yeah, I think you're spot on there, Rocky. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. I think there's money involved there, and they, they don't want anybody to find out. There's a lot of money involved. Sure, it's a billion-dollar industry, and nobody even cares where they spend the money. Yeah, and, the, and then they have the, the stones to tell you that it's for, they're doing it for the children when the results are beyond awful. Yeah, beyond the, awful. 60% failure rate. Yeah, Carl's in there rocking the boat. He wants some good things to happen. He's got uh, children, and he's... He, uh, he, Carl doesn't have children in the school system. That's the funny thing. He just cares. Yeah, he just cares. I care about being removed from the board. And, and actually, what has happened is I couldn't have planned better because we've been able to expose this, the, the chicanery and the lying and the corruption mm -hmm. of this board and, uh, and its uh, superintendent. It, yeah. it shows their hand. I'm, Carl, I'm, I'm so glad I heard you just say that, because I knew you'd come back out swinging. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, Rocky, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Let's, um, let's sneak another one here if we can. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to John in Rochester. Hi, John. Whoops, I got you on the wrong side. Hang on, John. Hold on a second. Hold on. I'll put you. There you go. You switched it on my head. Perfect. Thank you. John, how are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Carl, quick question for you. You shouldn't have been surprised that Elia ruled the way she did because she was appointed by the left, ultimately. And it's almost like 
giving Loretta Lynch or uh, Eric Holder the same type of uh, decision making. Well, she. Guys, I don't think to anybody. Was it to you? Is not of the strongest constitution. Okay, she's she's very meek. She's very humble, very quiet, very unsure of herself, and uh, it was easy for the Board of Regents to uh, push her in the direction uh, of my removal. Um, Obviously, the Board of Regents, as of last year, became owned lock, stock, and barrel by by the New York State United Teachers Union, and in concert with Phil Rumor and the uh, the present majority of the board, they made it clear that they wanted they wanted me removed. We'll get some justice in the court system, I'm sure. And uh, uh, but you know, it's fine with me that we go through this process. I don't have one I don't have one regret about the way things have happened. Uh, I'm glad Mrs. Elia ruled this way because it's going to give us more of an opportunity to expose the, the the weaknesses of our education system in this state and the disposition of the state ed as well as the locals. Okay, to to continue the status quo and just keep the, keep trying to say, oh well, we made improvement. We went from 16% to 17% proficiency. Hmm. And they're proud of that. <laughs> I, wow! Thanks for the call, John. Appreciate <laughs> Carol, it. you were on the when you were on the TV show a few weeks ago. You said uh, the percent the attendance rates were up, but they actually changed the. <laughs> so they stopped, they stopped taking attendance. They That's how they did it. Taking attendance. <laughs> Honest to God, I think they I'm were pretty good. I... That the attendance rates were better. And Carol goes, "Yeah, it's because they stopped taking attendance." I mean, no uh, way. He goes, "No, honest to God." They're putting uh, kids through that can't read and write. Uh, right. While this, while this is on appeal, are you allowed to attend the board meetings? No. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to attend. Obviously, I didn't go to the meeting yesterday. Uh, in yesterday's meeting, and the, here's here's another irony. Uh, uh, they discussed the, uh, what they discussed the terms of the uh, proposed contract with the uh, administrators union in public session. Ah, it's such a big deal out of out of in an executive session to discuss the teachers' contract, uh, and they went into a two-hour executive session where here on the administrators' uh, contract. Uh, they did it. They did it in public session. It shows you that there was nothing confidential. No, it was revealed by me. I had a right to tell the people that there that the members of the board were crooked. Okay, and our superintendent was crooked in in rigging the teachers' contract. That, that they can't hide an illegality. Okay, with. Uh, the idea of having an executive session. Hopefully this will come out in court and it'll bite him in the butt. When's the next school board meeting that's open for everybody to attend? Do you know the date and place? $200 million, over $200 million, uh, uh, completely uh, making the, the Buffalo Public Schools insolvent. Carl, when's the next board meeting that, that's open to the public? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I've got to look it up. It'll be in mid-September sometime. Okay. I'd like to visit that, I think, and I think some yeah. of our listeners would mm-hmm. like to as well. Absolutely. I'd like to have a little, like, uh, you know, we'll have a little rally outside. Yeah, we'll get yeah. some grills going out in front. Sure. Yeah, bring yeah. some signs. I think I speak for a lot of people listening that when I say that, we hope you don't give up on this, and we certainly need somebody like you in there. No doubt. No doubt. He, uh, it, Carol won't go down. He'll, he'll, he'll keep swinging. Yeah, there's no way he's going to He's an MMA fighter. Let's take Carl. Let's take one real quick break here, and then we'll come back and we'll roll. We've got a, pretty much a full bank of can calls you, can here. Can you so. stick with us? Is that Duke, that can't be Duke in the background? That sounds like a real small dog. 
Well, that was Duke. It, it was, was Duke? <laughs> oh, hi, Duke. Well, somebody, somebody, pet, somebody pet his back. <laughs> That's right. That's all he wants. All right. All right, very short break. Hang on one second here, Carl. Appreciate it. All right, very short break. You've got the financial guys. Look, if you need it throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. We've got a... Uh, uh, a fabulous team of investment professionals in the office from Abby Gwynn, who's in studio with us today, Women in Investing, uh, also a CFP, Certified Financial Planner. We've got uh, John Thur, who's a Chartered Financial Analyst. We've got divorce planning, college planning, estate planning, retirement Medicare. planning, and Medicare planning. Thank you very much. So, And, and the season's going to be upon us, uh, you know, before you know it, within uh, a matter of a little over yeah, a month. Well, in New so. York, a lot of people, everybody waits to the season. You don't need to do that. Call Brian Janet, call our team. We've got Jane there. I mean, yep. we've got a lot of good experts that can really help help you navigate independent Medicare experts that can navigate to tell you and match up which company best suits your needs. And you should really almost do that every year because it changes all the time. New companies come in with benefits. New companies go out with their old. So uh, in with the new, out with the old. So review it every year, no doubt. 633-1515. That's 633-1515. All right, about uh, 10 minutes left in today's show. 803-0930-STAR-930. We're going to take a very short break. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, Financial Guys, right back here News Radio 930 WBEN. Alrighty, welcome back. Final ten minutes to the Financial Guys Radio Program here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, as you all know by now, we have unrolled a or rolled out a new jingle. We've got some uh, kind of new backing music, new bump music, new intro, and you'll hear the jingle throughout the week during you know, with our commercials and things like that. So after uh, ten years of uh, of thinking about it, and uh, you know Debbie <laughs> and Ken Kaufman and Debbie Mary Astro Gulia saying, guys, come yeah. on. And so uh, we're, we're happy to have a, our new jingle out. So Ken Kaufman, thank you very much. The Jingle Master doing a great job, as usual. And uh, was, That's was very really happy. his title, Jingle Master. He is, and he is the master. I mean, yeah. there's no question about no it. He's it. done a great fantastic. job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody texted in, uh, 3930, if you want to, 3930, if you want to text us. September 20th is the next uh, school board meeting is what that uh, texter says. I'll double-check that. But uh, September 20th is what they texted in. Somebody else texted in that, uh, like, oh, by, by the, the way, way. Like us on Facebook oh, yes. because uh, – because I think we're going to try to get, you know, we're going to try to do some tailgating there September 20th, I think. So um, we'll we, see. Yeah, and I, like and us I'm, on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. It has nothing to do with Carl, by the way. Carl's still on hold, but I, I think, you know, I, I think I'm going to be there. I think uh, some of the folks from our office will be there. I'm sure maybe some of our Tea Party friends will be there as well. Mm. So, And maybe some of the people that actually care about the children and not about the two, you know, the the one billion billion dollar budget because mm-hmm. that's what uh, these folks that uh, you know were the witch hunting Carl Paladino that's all they cared about they cared about the billion the follow the money they didn't care yep. about the kids so somebody else texted in uh, I don't know Thompson Nursery I'm not sure what that is it's but beginning guess, to put up their windmill we yeah. tried to fight it for two years we lost in court I personally spent a thousand dollars myself no idea who that is. Yep, uh, but they, uh, I guess apparently the company that's putting it up though owns a bunch of tracts of land, so I guess they'll be putting up quite a few windmills, is what this person's thinking. So good in luck with Clarence? that. I guess. Oh, it should be good hmm. to hear. Woof, woof, yeah, that'll woof. be. That, I'm sure it'll be, be great for property values. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, because that's right. an area I definitely think of when I think of windmills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you know what's good about the windmills is they don't work if there's no wind, and they don't work if there's too much wind. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but sure, Sounds but sure, your, but sure, electricity bills have plummeted, right? I mean, they're just, just so. <laughs> I mean, because now it's it's free, right? Benefiting from yeah, it, yeah. Great. All right, let's go back to bring back Carl back we're up here. Falls, but we need Carl, thank you for holding. Appreciate it. 
Um, what do you want to do? You want to uh, go back to the phones and yeah. just roll through them? 803 and star 930. You okay with that, Carl? Yeah, fine. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Harry in Buffalo. I'm not sure if Harry has an investment question or a question for Carl, but we'll give him a shot here. Harry in Buffalo, how are you? Hello, how are you? I'm good. There are three things that, that uh, kind of irritate me. Okay. One is I, I think the 930 is, is uh, ruining their reputation with this uh, information, but what information? What information? What information? With Joe Chili. Joe Chili. Okay, uh, promoting a charity event. He's uh, you're gone. All right, let's move <laughs> on. Let's go to. Sorry for waiting thirty minutes to get some pretty ignorant comments in Harry, but let's go to David in. Uh, I think also in Buffalo. Hi, David. How are you? You're up. Yeah, this is Dave. Hey, Dave. Oh, hey, Dave. Dave Marriocker, oh, our investment guy. All right, perfect. We'll we'll do that too then. Uh, Dave is uh, one of our investment guys. I wanted you to call us in uh, really quickly just because the markets have been a bit choppy. And, uh, you know, a few, few folks have called and just said, hey, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned. Things are starting to get a little more volatile. And, and is, this, is this a top? Is this a time for me to get out? And you being one of our investment guys or the investment guy, I wanted to kind of get your, your quick two-minute take on that if you could, Dave. Volatility is correct. It's, it's probably appropriate. I'd like to see a correction of between 5 and 7%. And who knows? No one can. No one can efficiently and uh, concurrently, you know, predict which way the market will go. The market's probably fairly priced, but the earnings have been good. The economy's good, and so our emotions are next in line. So, well, Dave, if you're an investor out there and you're nervous with watching this volatility, do you, do you take some gains and maybe take some money off the table and move it to a? a more safe position or, or if you've got a long-term time horizon, you just kind of ride through it. I think you do. I think you're right. It depends what you're trying to achieve and, and kind of going in what you were expecting. And, and I don't think there's anything wrong with taking some profits and, and, and moving from one place to another. I think that's a good idea. Uh, you know, of course we've always talked about dividends too, because that, that's a, that's a, a feel good type of an investment too, that's paying a good dividend. Fantastic. Thanks Dave so much for calling and really appreciate it. All right, you guys. Have a terrific weekend. Thanks, Thanks Dave. Okay, All right, 803-0930 and star 930 if you want to slip in a call here before the top of the hour. Um, Carl, is, is uh, somebody texted in that the next board meeting looks like September 20th. Does that sound about right? Yeah, sounds about right. Okay, perfect. So we'll have more information in the weeks to come, folks. And, uh, you know, I think we should start attending, you know, everyone in the community, if possible, should start attending uh, the board meetings, if possible. I mean, it's just what, what's sad is they, you know, when they brought in, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, what, they gave 30 minutes to some protesters to basically just berate you. Uh, which I thought was completely unprofessional and, and listeners and that ridiculous. They want to speak at the meeting. They have to call the board, okay, during the week before, and they'll be scheduled uh, to to get uh, three minutes of speaking time uh, at the board board meeting. Any any Fabulous. idea with that? Can you get us that number that they need to call in at? Uh, Not today. I can if you don't have it, but or if you do, great. Oh, Carl, you do, there? do you have that? Do you, do you don't have the number off the top of your head, do you, Carl? Phone here. So. He's looking it up. Okay, we um, we'll try to look that up and, and bring it to you. Yeah, I lo- guess I'm, you know, I'm sure some of our listeners would oh. love to show up and ask a few questions. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I have so. the phone number. It's Great. right on their website. It says you have to call eight one six three five seven zero to sign up to speak. Say that again. Eight one six three five seventy. And you have to call by noon on Tuesday because the meeting is on Wednesday. So by Tuesday the nineteenth, they're going to ask for. Yeah, so you'd have okay. to call by, yeah. 
816-3570. Need to call by noon. And they want you to bring... On Tuesday. Yes. And uh, they want you to bring like copies of your comments. You can only speak for three minutes. And you can only speak in the order your call was received, so the sooner you call them better chance you have a speech. Yeah, I would love to get a hundred people to show up to <laughs> yeah. speak for three minutes. I can easily fill three minutes. <laughs> you, you think? You could easily fill three hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's awesome. September 20th, 816-3570 if you're interested in going down and speaking to the board. Carl, we only have a few minutes left in today's program, so I'm not going to try to sneak in any more calls here, but do you have um, any last comments or anything you want to say? I, I know you're, you're appealing the decision, so we'll, we'll find out more information as time goes on. You're going to be on our TV show on Tuesday at a, on WGRZ at 1130, so we thank you for that as well, and uh, looking forward to, uh, to talking more about this. But any final comments the last couple minutes here? Well, I, I, I think people that uh, recognize what we've been talking about uh, should contact their uh, state legislators, uh, Sean Ryan, Crystal Peoples, uh, and and say to them, you know, we want a better ed- education system in our city. It's part of the redevelopment of Buffalo. If you if you want things to improve in this city, if you want these, everybody has to come along. Those thirty three thousand kids that are being mistreated and abused by by having a deficient education system are entitled to a fair opportunity for education and to deny it is is uh, i mean when it's it's not that hard to fix this thing to to continue to deny it is to allow these status quo people to 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 feed off of that system and it's disgusting it's all about power it's about money it's about friends and family appointments incompetent people being appointed to jobs in the, in the district. Uh, uh, it's, it's all about every kind of corruption you could possibly manage. It's about appointing a new, a new Buffalo uh, 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 police officer, uh, an officer, uh, to oversee the, uh, the detachment that's assigned to the schools. Appointing him because, well, appointing him because he's black and he'll, he will take instructions on, on helping them uh, uh, cover up the, the violence that takes place in our schools every day. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of violence, sadly. It's just, it's, uh, you look in any little hole or any cavity of this, this system and you're going to find corruption. And it's time that they straighten it out. It's time for the leaders of, Buff- of, of the city of Buffalo and, and uh, our Western New York delegations to, to actually invest their time and do something about it. Carl, I think it's time for you to bring back the hello commercials. I love those. So start, let's start calling them out on the air. Th- thank you again so much for joining us again, spending time on a Saturday with us, Carl. Yeah, we appreciate keep it. up the good fight, buddy. Thank we you. know you will. Take care. All right. All right, take care. Have a good weekend. All right, it's Carl Palladino here on the live line. If I can figure out how to do that, there we go. All right, so again, thank you, Carl. Thank Abby's you, Abby got a workshop, Women Investing. Mm-hmm. Yep, October 26th, uh, AAA seminar over at Sheridan Drive. What do you uh, usually get people in and out of there within an hour or so? It's an hour and a half time slot, but we try to do questions. We also do a pretty discussion-based. Uh, last time, though, uh, we maxed out. We had about 80 people there. So if you are interested, then don't wait too long. No, no I, I, not being a female, I was not there. I was not allowed in. Correct. But I did get to look at the critique forums, <laughs> and uh, we got a lot of awesome comments. Like uh, so, Great feedback. Shoot, yeah. great feedback. And, so, yes. and if you can't get into the workshop, if it's full for whatever reason, feel free to call the office and just ask for Abby, 633-1515, if you're 
you're a woman and you want to sit down with another woman and have them help you with some mm-hmm. of the specific challenges that women face, then, of course, call the office directly. It's yeah. a complimentary consultation. You can always sit down with Abby, 633-1515. Again, 633-1515. All right, thank you to Congressman Chris Collins. Thank you to Carl Palladino. We will also be up next on the, uh, along with Esther Goulias, uh, on, uh, as guests now, switching seats here in the studio uh, on EGTAC. So, yeah. again, 633-1515. On behalf of Mike Lomas, Abby Gwynn, I'm Glenn Wiggle. We're the financial guys. We hope you like the jingle, and we'll see you next week here on News Radio 930 WBEN.